stand for just a few more moments. Come on, the I am is here right now. The great I am is here right now. Come on, I don't know what you walked in here having need of. I don't know what you walked in here struggling with. I don't know what you walked in here wrestling with. But the great I am is here right now. Ready to meet every need. Ready to set free. Ready to heal and deliver. Somebody don't move past this moment. Don't rush past this moment right here. Come on, the I am. The I am that I am. The healer is here. The redeemer is here. The restorer is here. Your provider is here. The king of glory is in this house. The Lord of lords. The king of kings. My savior is here right now. wings. He's here with healing in his wings. Virtue is flowing right now. Virtue is flowing in this place. Come on, he's restoring. He's restoring right now the years that the canker worm, the palmer worm, the years that have been stolen. He's restoring right now. Everything you need is in that name. Everything you've been looking for is in that name. There's some people that walked into this house this morning. You have no idea what you need. You have no idea what you've been looking for. But can I tell you, you hit the lottery this morning. You stepped into the one place where the King of Kings dwells. You stepped into the one place where the Spirit of the Lord Are there any saints that can feel the burden, that can feel the call to
to more. Are there any saints in here that you would be, look past yourself, look past your problems, look past your issues, and tap into the Holy Ghost. Tap into what God is doing. Tap into what God is doing in this city. presence is in this house. His presence is thick in this place. That's it, saint of God. That's it, saint of God. Cry out for Fort Myers. Cry out for Cape Coral. Cry out for Lehigh. Cry out for Estero. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. God, I want to move forward. I want to move forward, but I don't want to quench the spirit.
Just remain in this posture of worship. If you're praying, you can continue to pray. I'm not going to preach everything that I feel like the Lord gave me. But I do want to talk to a couple people in this house. About storms. I don't know what you walked in here dealing with. I don't know what type of storms is going on in your life. But I'm here to tell you that the answer is in the house. The answer is in the house. In the book of Matthew, chapter 14, we find an account where the disciples are on the sea. They're in a ship and they're crossing over to the other side. Jesus has gone up into a mountain. And by all estimations, he's nowhere to be found. When they get out onto the sea, the, sea, the, 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 the winds start to, to turn up. The waters start to bash the ship. And to the point where they feel like they can't even hold on anymore. They're stressed out. They're struggling. They're frustrated. I can imagine they're, they're fighting with one another as the ship is barely surviving. The ship is barely holding on. And in the midst of the storm, in the midst of the sea, they can see out of the fog a figure walking on the water. As they look and they look closer, they see and they recognize it's Jesus. They recognize the shepherd. And they're wanting him to save him. And Peter says... Peter says, Lord, if it's you, bid me come unto the water. Jesus said, be of good cheer, it is I. Be not afraid. In the midst of the storm, in the midst of chaos, in the midst of, of a crazy world, in the midst of your struggle, in the midst of the things you're fighting against, Jesus steps in on the scene. I don't know why I feel like saying this to somebody, but I'm telling you today that the eye of the storm is here today. Jesus said, behold, it is I. I don't know what you're struggling with, but he's here right now. When you begin to get closer to the center of that storm, when you get as closer and closer to the storm, the winds start to pick up. The speed of the, of the storm begins to increase. As you get closer to the eye, to the center of the storm, the winds are the hardest. It's the loudest. You, you get the most disoriented when you get closer. But as soon as you break through 
and you get into the center of that storm, there's a peace that's never been felt before. There's a peace that passes all understanding. I don't know who needs to hear this, but even in the midst of your storm, the I am is there. The I, oh, come on, somebody. The great I am is right there with you. The peace, the, the prince of peace is right there in the boat with you. You need to lift your hands in this house. Come on, let's stand in this place. Let's stand in this house. Come on, these altars are open. I don't know. I don't feel like the Lord is done moving in this place. Whatever you need, the great I am is here today. Whatever you've been looking for, the great I am is here today. You're struggling with addiction. He's here. You're struggling with low self-esteem. He's here. You're struggling with sickness and disease. The great I am is here today. The Prince of Peace. He's here in this house right now. He's here in this house right now. Woo. Listen. Some storms in our life, some storms in our life are caused by Satan. Job went through a storm that nobody should ever have to go through. He experienced things that nobody should ever have to experience. He had, his, he had his family completely ripped from him. All of his livestock, everything he owned was completely taken for him. And yet, Satan was the one behind it. All because God gave him authority. All be, I'm telling you today, even though you may be in a storm that is perpetrated by Satan, you need to remember that he does nothing without God's permission. He does nothing. You may feel attacked on every side. You may feel closed in on every side. But you need to remember that God is still in control. Satan cannot go anywhere or do anything without God's permission. Then there are storms that we cause. There are storms that we cause ourselves. In the book of Acts chapter 27, the centurion and Paul are taking, they're going to, uh, to Rome. So Paul can preach the gospel to, the, to Herod. And before they disembark on one of, the, one of the many islands, Paul looks at the centurion and says, I don't think it's a good idea. I don't think we should leave right now because it seems as if the winds are starting to pick up. It seems as if things are starting to get a little crazy. Why don't we just hold off? But the centurion looked at Paul, looked at the shipmaster and said, what do you think? He listened to the voice of the shipmaster rather than listen to the voice of the man of God. I'm telling you, there's a lot of storms we can avoid in our lives if we drown out the noise all around us and we hold to the man of God. There's a lot of heartache we could, we could avoid if we simply drowned out the voices of my friends, if we drowned out the voices of Hollywood, the voices of... The voices of my peers, the voice, voices of psychiatrists and therapists and doctors and people that have degrees. If you drowned all those voices out and you clung to the voice of the man of God. The Bible says eventually the ship got caught between two seas. It got caught in a place where it couldn't get out. Couldn't go to the right, couldn't go to the left, couldn't go forward, couldn't go backward. The man of God said, if you had just listened to me, if you had just hearkened to my voice. I don't know who this is for today, but 
but drown out the noise. Drown out every voice that's telling you to go this way and go that way and do this and do that. There's some, there's some adventures we shouldn't disembark on. There's some places we shouldn't go because the man of God said, you know, I don't think that's a good idea. And yet in my stubborn will, in our stubbornness, we still make it up in our mind. You know what? I don't care what he has to say. You know, some people would look at the man of God, would look at Paul and would look at the shipmaster and say, you know, they're both men. They both make mistakes. I'd rather go with the one that probably has a little more experience in this field. Let me tell you something today. I don't care what the doctor has been telling you. I don't care what any psychiatrist, psychologist, I don't care how many degrees they have on their wall. If the man of God said it's probably not a good idea, it's probably not a good idea. And then there are some storms that are simply the hand of God. There's some storms that come our way. There's some things that rattle our ships. There's some things that come and they, and they disrupt our lives completely. And you're looking around saying, where did this come from? You're looking around saying, God, why won't you just take this away? God, where are you in the middle of this storm? And all too often we try to dismiss those storms. All too often we look at those and say, you know what, this is a little too much for me. I'm going to go ahead and step down. A little trial comes our way and we say, you know what, God, this is, this is just a little too much for me to handle. I'm going to go ahead and step down from the choir or, or I'm going to go ahead and come only one service a week because my boss is asking me to work a little more. Some storms, God is just trying to test you. God's just trying to test your faith and say, hey, I'm doing this so you can grow. I'm doing this so you can be elevated. Don't, don't fight against the storm. Don't fight against the storm that I bring into you. He said, I, I am in the middle of the storm. I've come to ask you today, who's behind the storm? Who's behind the storm in your life? You can't go anywhere in this world and not have a storm. You can't go anywhere in this world and not face something in life. You can't be anything in God if you decide to back out of the storm every time a little struggle comes your way. Every time a little bit of wind comes your way and every time a little bit of rain and a little bit of heartache, a little bit of stress, a little bit of pressure comes your way. It's not for you to back out and to throw in the towel and say, okay, I guess that was as much as I could take. I guess I just reached my breaking point. No, 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 no. God is wanting to see how much you are willing to lean on him. God is wanting to see how much it's going to take for you to finally say, okay, God, I give up. Whatever you want me to do, whatever you want me to say, God, I'll do whatever you call me to do. Come on, if that's how you feel in this house, why don't you lift your hands? Come on, somebody. God's talking to us in here. Come on, God's talking to us in this place. Jesus, Jesus. Come on, don't run from the storm. Don't run from the struggle. Don't run from the, from the issue, from the pressure. Jesus, 
us. Come on, God is talking to us in this house. God is trying to talk to some people in this place. Don't you run from that. Don't you run from the struggle. Don't you run from the hardship. Don't you run from it. He's here. He's in the middle of the storm. He's your peace. He's your comfort. Some of us need to make this our prayer today. Lord, I'm not running anymore. God, I'm not, I'm going to embrace the storm. God, I know they talked about me. I know they lied about me. God, I know that the devil's been attacking me, but I'm not running. I'm embracing it today. Surrender all to you. Everything I give to you, I surrender. 